0: menopausal belly fat, um, is, is usually kind of the, the symptom of these other things. So usually around midlife, usually around perimenopause, And then once you move through that, um, your hormones have made it a little bit more difficult to sleep well at night. You're not sleeping that great. You might have some significant stresses in your life that you're not managing very well. Your overall activity level is not as great as it could be. You're not moving every day. You're not someone that is physically active. And then your nutrition is just not where it should be. Hey,
1: midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce, hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Moses. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, You will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Welcome back to the show and welcome to the last day of July. Can you believe that summer is almost over? Oh my gosh the summer has flown by for sure. At least it has for me. It has been a great summer though of RVing in the U.S. and I still have some more adventures to go. I'm actually about to pack up and head down the 101 along the Oregon coast towards the Redwood Forest in California. I've never been to the very very northern tip of California so it will be cool to see it. I'm also excited to do some hiking and get back out in nature because I have been cooped up, you guys, in my RV for the last couple of weeks working on the final tweaks of my book proposal. Actually, I've been sitting and working so much at my little dinette in my RV that there's an indent (laughs) from my butt in the cushion. Seriously, as a matter of fact, when I reviewed today's interview, it motivated me to remove my booty from the dinette cushion and get outside and walk. I'm starting a new daily habit of taking more frequent breaks and going for more walks throughout the day, even if it's for just 15 minutes at a time. I'm going to do it. So yeah, even though I have all these amazing experts with great advice on the show for you guys, I get to benefit as well. <laughs> it's like I get my own motivational workshop with every guest interview. Score! Speaking of awesome guests, I am accepting guest nominations for the Midlife Makeover Show podcast. I'm accepting two types of guest for the podcast. Number one, if you have experienced your own midlife revolution from breakdown to breakthrough, midlife coma to midlife awakening, tragedy to triumph, I want to hear from you. I want to know how you discovered the next steps in your life, how you found the courage to take those steps, and what you learned along the way. Number two, if you are a guest Expert or know of a guest expert, author, podcaster, coach. My audience needs your inspiration, motivation, and tactical methods to help them navigate those challenging obstacles in midlife. And hey, I need it too. <laughs> to nominate yourself or someone else, just go to midlifemakeoverguest.com to apply almost booked until November, so if you are interested, please get in there and apply ASAP. Also, make sure you sign up for The Midlife News at themidlifenews.com to receive insider alerts on new episodes and special offers. I'm in the process of creating a new online course for you guys, and this course will be offered to subscribers of the midlife news at a discounted rate. So giddy up and sign up. Also, I will start doing exclusive live shows on Instagram soon. So make sure you follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the midlife makeover show to join the fun. Now we can move on to your personal motivational workshop with today's awesome guest, Megan Dahlman. Megan will teach you how to tackle the minnow belly, (laughs) the minopausal belly fat, and how to take care of your body during your 40s, 50s, and 60s so your 80-year-old self will thank you. With simple daily habits, you will learn how to strengthen and nurture your body so you can live a life you desire. In Megan's 17 years of training professionally, she has become the sought-after trainer for women over 40 who want to feel their physical best for years to come. With a degree in exercise science and as a certified strength and conditioning specialist, she has an uncanny ability for taking complicated aspects about your body and making them simple, doable, and actually sustainable. I love it. Through her top 1% rated podcast, go Megan, self-care simplified and online training programs and courses, she genuinely cares about every woman she interacts with and coaches with a unique attention to detail, grace, and patience. Ask any of her clients, and they'll say that Megan isn't just an outstanding trainer, but she's a phenomenal coach that truly cares. I agree. Megan's mission is to help every woman, no matter their age, feel strong, pain-free, and confident in all aspects of her body. Please welcome Megan to the show. Enjoy. Megan Dahlman. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. So happy to have you here. We're going to talk about our (laughs) mid-belly. We're going to get to the core issue here. We're going to talk about uh, feeling confident in our midlife bodies, getting healthy and fit and feeling strong and beautiful and amazing as we should. So welcome to the show. Tell everyone Thanks. a little bit more about you. Yeah.
0: Thanks for having me, Wendy. I am I'm just pumped. You have you just exude so much energy and life and here over on the West Coast it's still kind of early. So, I'm like pumping down the coffee and I'm ready to go. So, I I'm so happy to be here and Thank you. So, yeah, a little bit more about me. I'm actually um I'm an Idaho girl which is kind of fun. I'm up in the beautiful Northern panhandle of Idaho where all the magic happens and shh, don't tell people what it's like up here. Cause it's beautiful lakes and mountains. And so that's my little gem. Where where I am, but I'm a strength and conditioning specialist. So my background, I, I have my degree in exercise science. My background is is personal training, but really coming from this place of athletic por- performance development is kind of where I got my start. But then over the years, as I was training a lot of athletes, a lot of young athletes, their moms wanted to work with me. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is so <laughs> interesting. Yeah, they're like, okay, what you are doing this functional style, strength training, performance stuff. This looks like way more fun, way more effective than our Zumba and jazzercise classes. Can we work with you? I was like, heck yeah, let's absolutely make this happen. So just the way life goes, it just kind of shifted towards, and now I primarily work with women in their midlife and we have Mm -hmm. a ton of fun. Um, but really I help them go about it in a way that is scientifically sound. Mm. And gets results. But unfortunately, that's not fast. You know, we don't do quick fixes around here. We don't do gimmicky things or shortcuts. It's like we do the right thing so that it lasts. And honestly, that's why I really love working with women at this stage of life because they're kind Mm. of over it. You know, they're kind of over it they're kind of over the quick fix thing. They've done a ton of diets before they've done yep. a ton of extreme programs. They're like, I'm just done the with
1: detoxes,
0: it. Detoxes, all oh, that stuff. My God, it gets old after a while. You're like, <laughs> can something just work and stick? Yeah. And you have right? this greater perspective of like, I really am starting to care less about how I look in a bathing suit and more mm-hmm. about whether i can still function and be strong and feel great in my body when i'm 70. and yes. so that is such a better motivation. <laughs> yeah, than yeah, you're so the right. body image.
1: Yep, and it's it's about not just eating for today but eating mm-hmm. for tomorrow for your 80 year young self, your 90 year yeah. young self. I, I always think about my aunt Annie. She is 90 years young and she plays tennis. She, she's super fit. She, she eats her oatmeal in the morning. She eats, you know, she's very, very healthy and she, and she loves who she is. She loves her, but she always has, like, she never has had like body issues and things like that. But so I, I was like, I want to be like aunt Annie. Yeah, I want to, you know, when I'm 90, I want to be able to play tennis and walk around. Yes. And do what I want, whatever I want to do and not be limited because of my body.
0: Yeah. And what you yeah. choose to do today completely determines what, what you will, whether or not you're going to be doing that. And honestly, before now, like before 50 years old, like you're, you've got youth on your side. You Mm -hmm. can go a month, two months, six months without ever working out. You can kind of like not really pay attention to your nutrition, but once you get into that perimenopausal, menopausal stage, like you no longer have youth on your side kind of holding you together. You have to hold yourself together. And we see that this huge disparity between women who have taken care of their body, they've Mm -hmm. strength trained, they've eaten healthy, they're an active woman, they just kind of keep maintaining. We don't see this decline. We don't even see a metabolic decline. So Mm -hmm. having a slower metabolism as you age that is just kind of this made up thing that we've come up with because we tend to not move as much as we get older. And so women that just continue to take care of their bodies, keep the muscle mass on, keep healthy, their function just kind of stays the same. They're still able to do all the things that they want, but the women who haven't been doing anything up to this point, Yep. It's a fast downhill. And you I was just about, s- about to it, ask it you, quick. yeah, like, because, you know, there's probably,
1: you probably work with some women that like, okay, they've been working out and eating yeah. fairly well, but then they hit, you know, mid forties and then fifties and it's like, wah, wah, wah. but then well, there's yeah. the women that like, didn't do anything or mostly not anything. And then they hit forties and fifties and then it's a really hard hit.
0: Well, a lot of that is our hormonal environment as our estrogen declines, um, estrogen can, it holds your bones together (laughs) in the first five to seven years post menopausal or in those first five to seven years in menopause women will lose up to 20% of their bone mass Whoa. if what? they don't oh, do that something much. that is so much that That's is so lot. much yeah yeah and thinner more petite women are more susceptible uh, to it they just don't have as uh, thick of bones and so it, and it's called the silent disease like you don't know you have oste- you mm-hmm. can't feel it it's not like you feel weak or fragile like you won't know until you break something yeah. and you realize like oh my gosh i've got osteoporosis Like through my body. So that's another. And and then with that declining estrogen, too, your body's ability to kind of turn over that muscle mass and maintain Mm -hmm. it and keep it there declines rapidly as well. So there's a lot of things that are happening midlife where it's like, if I don't pay attention and I just tried Mm -hmm. to like ride on my laurels, like it's not going to work. You have to wake up and start really taking care of your body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Midlife is the perfect time. Yes. Right. Yeah. i mean this saying, too, I'm like most of us in midlife, we have an empty nest, which is great. You don't have, you know, kids running around and like trying to juggle their schedules. And if I mean, you should have a little bit more time in your schedules and probably don't even realize it. So you it's have great more time. time. Yeah.
0: You have yeah. more margin. Yep. You have a moment to sit back and like ask yourself what, what matters to me? Like what matters right. to me right now? What's going to matter to me like seven years from now, yeah. 17 years from now? Like, um, what should I be doing with this spare time? Yep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and being more proactive with your right. health
1: and your well-being. Cause that's what it comes down to is your well-being. I mean, like even when I said at the beginning, it's about being more confident and strong and feeling beautiful. No, no matter what the shape is. Right. Like just because it's, you know, it's so interesting that we have these miraculous bodies no matter what they look like, I, just, I find it amazing. I'm like, wow, like my heart's beating, like, thank God, you know, that yes. all these, if you think about what's going on right now in this very moment inside your body. It's like, wow, it's just flowing. Everything's going so miraculously. And we don't appreciate that. Like right. the, just, you know, for it to be able to do that on its own. So like, we need to work with our body like, let me help you out here instead of like, treating it like a garbage can, right? For sure. We've all done that. We're like, we're dumping stuff into it. Like it's a garbage can. I'm like, geez. And then it's having to work even harder.
0: Yeah. We really take it for granted. And I think that's the beauty of starting to prioritize your health and fitness a little bit more is that you get this heightened sense of awareness of like, oh my gosh, now that I'm eating slower intentionally, like someone, my coach told me I needed to slow down when I eat. Now I'm really noticing like how that cheeseburger and fries and the milkshake all together makes me feel. And I don't feel good. I don't have the energy I want. You know, when I go three weeks in a row without exercising intentionally, like I don't Mm -hmm. like how that feels. And so- starting to get the ball rolling is always hard. It's always difficult to get that ball rolling. But once you do, you start to Mm -hmm. recognize like, I feel so good. Like I'm starting to really feel good. And you have that awareness of, I can't imagine my life without this. And I want to keep pursuing this more and more.
1: Yeah. Plus too, I think when you start to make better decisions for your body, you know, if you're at the grocery store and you see the bag of chips and you're like, damn, that looks good. I really want to buy those chips and I want to just chow down on those chips, but you're like, I'm not going to do it No, Like I, I'm going to talk to my 80 year old self and say, you know what? I'm not going to buy these chips. I'm going to go ahead and buy whatever this broccoli instead. And then after you eat that broccoli, it's like, ah, yes. Like you feel just like these tiny little steps that you can take that make you feel so much better about yourself.
0: And they really are just really little, little things. We always feel like, especially right now at midlife, we're like, oh my goodness, I have so many years behind me that I'm going to have to undo. This is going to take the same amount of years to undo this. You know, I've spent 10 years, 20 years in the last Mm -hmm. 20 years of my life, like not caring or not prioritizing my body. Is it going to take the next 20 years to finally feel healthy again? No. No. No, it won't. It really Mm -hmm. won't. And it's really these really small itty bitty baby steps that they all really, really add up. And we underestimate the power of those little things. And so we start to make it this huge project in our mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be this huge overhaul. And unfortunately, a lot of diet programs and a lot of extreme workout programs like have kind of perpetuated that mindset too. Yeah. We we show up, we do the diet, we're like, oh my gosh, this thing is intense. Yeah. If I'm gonna have to I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna have to like exactly. overhaul my entire pantry. I have to get rid of everything in my fridge. I yeah. don't know what half the things are on this grocery list. I don't know if I can do this. Same with the workout program. You start like day one you're like, I can't move for the next five days. I'm so sore. Like I'm dreading showing up. And so we like, that's most of our experience with fitness and with nutrition is that it's this big monumental thing. That's hard. That's horrible. That's miserable. And so we build this up in our mind. Like, well, if I want to experience a body that I really desire experiencing, I, I just don't have the energy anymore to do all those things. So you're just not going to do it. And that is, that's a lie. Because yep. it doesn't need to look like that, and I just want to mm. bop all those trainers and nutrition coaches over <laughs> the head that are making it way too hard, way harder uh. than it needs to be because you're right. It is yeah. those little simple things that make such a big difference, and they they snowball, they pick up yes. momentum as you go, and you can right. really accomplish a lot and it's really
1: going back to the basics yes it's it's not it's not rocket science, right? no. It's Like we, our bodies, like we, we have to remind ourselves, we are, we have these, we're a human being. This is a a human body. Like you, it has its needs just like a squirrel has its needs, right? Like, okay. Like we need our vegetables. We need water. We need need some protein. Like it's not that hard, but you have to get started. So what, what are some steps when someone is, you know, they're out there listening, like, okay, well, where do I start?
0: Do I yeah. Start I think if we kind of put it in the two different categories, you know, we've kind of talked about both fitness and nutrition. I think it's helpful to kind of like delineate the two categories, yes. right? So on the nutrition side of things, the best thing to do is start with things that will give you those instant wins, like the instant mm. victory, like right out of the gate. You're like, I can do this because most women, the stats are nuts. Like the average adult will diet over 126 times over the course of their life. Holy moly. Yeah, it breaks my heart. And and that's that's true. And so there's a lot of unwinding, like emotional baggage that we come Mm -hmm. into nutrition with. Um, so coming out of the gate with something that's like, I can do that. Like that feels completely doable and taking almost like a habit stacking approach. Like what if at first we don't even work on water? What if we work on or don't work on food? What if we work on water? Right. You know, it's not a food thing. It's just a, Hey, let's just, Don't, we're not even going to let our brain go to food. Like I'm not even going to think about, I can't have that bag of chips. Like if I want to, I am going to get it, whatever, but all, all my attention is going to be on water right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to drink a glass of water with every meal of the day. I'm just going to make sure that I'm getting nicely hydrated. Okay, great. I've got that Mm -hmm. down. Next, we're going to work on eating slowly. So that's still not like a food thing. It's just like a, a mental thing. Like, I'm just going to slow down. I'm going to pay attention to how food makes me feel. I'm not going to overeat. I'm going to stop at like 80% fullness. Mm. And then you get, you work on that for a few days and you get that down. Now you have water and slow eating. Like now it's looking pretty good. Then we move to protein. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's add some protein in with each meal. Let's get that protein going. Work on that for a few days. Now we've got three things going. You know, it's like you yeah. start adding things. Then let's work on produce. And what I like to say is, eat your pros. Like this, just makes it so easy. At yeah. every meal, just eat protein produce. Like don't don't overthink this. Eat like, your pros. I like eat that. your pros. Like just yeah. when <laughs> become you show a pro up. at your pros. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> so now we have like water, slow eating, pros. And honestly, if that's what you did for the rest of your life. You will be healthier than ninety nine percent of everybody. So, yeah. so we can keep the nutrition simple. Same idea with the fitness side mm-hmm. of things. Start if you're doing nothing right now. Okay, do not go out and sign up for a boot camp class with your best friend. <laughs> Please don't. You're going to hate the process. You might hurt yourself. <laughs> it's a bad place to start. All we need to do is get some sort of a routine going. Mm. So do something that's familiar. This could be just going for a walk every day. Yep. So we just need to get a routine in place of like, hey, every day after lunch, I go for a 10-minute walk. Every yep. day after lunch, I go for a 10-minute walk. Every day after lunch, I go for, you know, so you start to get this like rhythm going. And then we can start to say, hey, how about we add in some posture stretches? Mm. How about we add in some core exercises? How about we add in a little bit more strength training? So over time, it starts to take the shape of a good, well, well-designed, thorough like workout program, but you didn't yeah. start there. You started with something that got you those easy wins. Something Just that drinking felt, water. Yes, Just drinking like, water start and walking. there. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: easy, easy, and it's, the beauty it's like the of kiss, that, the kiss principle, right? Keep keep, keep it, it simple, simple silly. stupid. Yeah, yeah stupid, I say stupid.
0: Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but the beauty of that too is that when you build your habits in that method um w- what we really like to do usually is self sabotage. We like to become this little toddler and throw a little toddler tantrum when we find mm-hmm. ourselves in a situation where we can't do all of our habits. We're like today we my whole family we went to the beach and we all went and got ice cream and da 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 da, da. and so the whole day is shot and so you walk up to your tower of blocks of the water and the eating slowly and the protein yeah. the produce and you throw a tantrum and you kick the entire thing over and you say i can't do any of it today yeah <laughs> you know or <laughs> or you get in a super stressful situation where you're like my my life is intense. I suddenly have my elderly mom that I'm having to take care of. I am, you know, dealing with my husband just got a diagnosis or, or whatever, you know, this stressful situation. You're like my workout program that I had carefully shaped and built this routine over time. I can't do that this week. So we throw that tantrum again. We walk up to the entire thing and say, I'm not going to do any of it then. But the beauty of stacking it is like, take the top most difficult habits off and you're still left with some that are still worth doing. Like for most women, you can still do water today. Right. Exactly. Go for a walk. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. No, no. It's just this almost like sliding scale. Yeah. Um, And, and you don't know what that sliding scale should be if you didn't stack those things up in the right order. Yeah. Um, and you know that's that too, it. What it comes down to
1: talk about self-sabotage. We all yeah. do it. It's, it's basically you're saying those things are more important than me and my health. Yeah. And you have to, I mean, there's been several times, especially with traveling in an RV, like, you know, like there's so many times where I'm like, I'm tired. I don't know. Like I got to do this. I'm like, no, gosh, dang it. Like, I get my yoga mat. And yeah, speaking yeah. of, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see, I probably don't even have one, two, I have maybe four feet. Uh,
0: hey, four feet. if you have the size of a yoga mat, you can do a lot. Yes, yeah,
1: like, there's no, like, as a matter of fact, I have these bands that I bought at Target, like the, I don't know what you call those, like the the, the bands that you can put around your legs. Yeah. Mini bands. That. Yep. The loops. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do that. I can literally go back and forth. I love that. I it. And so I, good. I can do like 10 going across. Yeah. I do lunges. I, I do teeth. I call them um what do I call them? Toothbrush lunges. So I, while I'm like <laughs> brushing my
0: teeth, That's I great. do lunges. That's so, wonderful.
1: Point is no excuses, you guys. Yeah. Like you you make yourself a priority and When, you know, as women, we're the worst at making ourselves a priority and saying, yes, I care for you. I will take care of, you know, if anything, like we always talk about like talking to your, you know, five-year-old self. How about talking to your 85-year-old
0: self? Yeah,
1: and saying, hey, I got you, girl. Like, I am taking care of you Yes, you're going to be able to get off of that couch. Yes, you're going to be able to go for a walk with your grandkids. Like, you got to think about those things.
0: Yeah, I think we get addicted to comfort. Yes, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) Where it's like, I don't, Yeah, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to, you know, I'd rather just sit here and do this. And if you have that really strong why, you know, if you can really think ahead and be like, no, I was listening to that podcast and she told me that like, the bone health thing. And that really mm-hmm. resonates with me because my mom had osteoporosis and that's my why today. Like yes. that's, that's the reason I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to get up off the couch and I'm going to put the band on. I'm going to yeah. strengthen my glutes. I'm going to do the thing I know I don't want to do today. And it's important that I do it because I have this bigger picture of why I'm doing it.
1: Yeah. You're so right. I, I always say like you find your why and you'll find your way. Mm -hmm. and it makes it so much easier. Um, Because if you think about it, like back in our 20s and 30s, why did we want to lose weight and do all that? So we'd look good, super duper hot in our bikini. Not to say that you can't in your 50s and 60s, right? But your why is probably going to change as it should. I mean, your body is changing. Life is changing. You have We, we need to adopt a new mindset as you're moving into your forties
0: and fifties and sixties. For sure. And I mean, a lot of us women are like, you know what? Like, sure. I look great in a bathing suit, but my back and my hips hurt me all day long. Yes, And I have to say no to all these activities that I wish I could do. Um, and, and that's just no way to live. And I'm suddenly like face to face with like, these decisions. Like, do I care more about what my body looks like or do I care more right. about how I feel and function and how effective mm-hmm. I can be at life? Yep. And, and it's like that right there, that decision you make in that moment is wisdom. Like that, mm-hmm. that yeah. is like you being a wise woman and saying, this is, this matters to me. And this is really important to me. And I will say like motivation is one of those things that women struggle Mm. with so much. You know, they'll say it all the time. I just can't get motivated to do it. I can't find Mm. the motivation to do it. Motivation. It's an emotion. Yeah, It's like happiness, right? Or sadness or fear. Like it, flows, it ebbs and flows based on your environment. It reacts to your environment. So it would be so foolish for you to, you to expect yourself to be happy like a hundred percent of the time. Right.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And to only
0: (laughs) do things like based on your happiness, you know, same with motivation, like don't expect yourself to be motivated to get up and do the right thing 100% of the time. In fact, you can probably right. bank on the fact that it will be less than half the time you'll actually be motivated to do that thing. Yep. And so don't rely on it. Enjoy it when it's there, but don't let it like drive the boat. Don't let it be the thing that's determining right. whether or not you do it. And I always recommend make sure that your routine is motivation-proof mm. so that even when you're at the the day where you have the least amount of motivation whatsoever, Mm -hmm. you can look at your routine and say, oh, that's actually really easy. I can do that whether or not I feel motivated. And I actually, I look at that and that looks like it'll feel good. You know, if your routine is like, hey, today we've got 70 burpees and 92 (laughs) lunge jumps (laughs) and we're going to do declined push-ups. When you are at your lowest level of motivation, (laughs) you're going to look at that and be like, Forget it. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Uh, uh, Yeah. But when you pull it out and you're like, oh, I just have a 15 minute walk today, like, oh, that actually is going to feel really good. Yeah. And that's the key to motivation. It's like, you're no, you're not going to always be motivated. We just need motivation proof routines.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing to think about too. Like, think about how you'll feel when you do that, when you do it. And think about how you feel if you didn't do it, mm-hmm. and it never fails every single time. I'm like, dang it, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna at least do some stretching. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. Just those little tiny wins, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to because uh, this is popular these days. The old menopausal
0: <sighs> little belly. Little oh men- yeah, menobelly. Yeah, the <laughs> menobelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
1: how? Why? Why is it even? Wh- why does it even start to get? Wh- where is that coming from?
0: Well, there's four big reasons, <laughs> four big things, and it that the menop- menopausal belly fat um, is is usually kind of the the symptom of these other things. So, mm-hmm. usually around midlife, usually around perimenopause, and then once you move through that. Um, Your hormones have made it a little bit more difficult to sleep well at night. You're not sleeping that great. You might have some significant stresses in your life that you're not managing very well. Your overall activity level is not as great as it could be. You're not moving every day. You're not someone that is physically active. And then your nutrition is just not where it should be. And so we have this like perfect storm of this like high stress hormonal environment where your body is just pumping out that cortisol. Mm -hmm. And then we're also not exercising and eating in a way um, that's conducive to this. And so because of the certain types of fat receptors on our body, when you are in this like cortisol baked environment, (laughs) it likes to put it in your belly. Um, this is not inevitable. It's not like every single woman that goes through menopause is going to get menopausal belly fat. It's just that when you go through that stage of life, we kind of have a little bit more of that perfect storm Mm, where, and really it starts with the sleep And most women think, like, tell me how many more calories I need to restrict to get this menopause belly fat off. Tell me how many more sit ups I need to do to get it off. It's like, you're like,
1: go to bed. I know.
0: I'm like, honestly, the more you restrict, the more you're stressing yourself out. Your body's going to be pumping out more cortisol. So you need to start, like, just focus on the sleep thing. Like, let's get a good Mm. sleep routine in place. Let's get your sleep hygiene where it should be if you're if you have fragmented sleep let's figure mm-hmm. that out let's just like figure out why what's going on once we have like a good sleep environment then let's look at the other stressors in our in your life we just need to like deregulate like downregulate yeah. all of these things that are pumping out these hormones that want to store your belly fat and mm-hmm. i do a lot of like core training work i one of my most popular programs is just a really sh- like quick 5 day core tune up I'll have a lot of menopausal women that'll be like, Hey, that sounds great. Is that going to help my menopausal belly fat? (laughs) And I have to say, no, it it won't. Unfortunately, what that will do is build up the strength of your core muscles, which they really need that. They really need to be strong for you to function well, to have a healthy back, healthy hips. But those are the muscles that are underlying the fat. Yeah. you can't spot reduce fat. You can spot strengthen. Uh-huh. So we can do, you know, a bunch of bicep curls to make your biceps stronger. We can do a bunch of great core training exercises to make your core muscles stronger and function better. But by doing all those core exercises, it doesn't get rid of the fat at your core. Right. It's- it's the sleep, it's the stress, it's the overall activity output. It's the overall good nutrition habits, eating lots of pros. Yeah, Those are the things that are going to impact your menopausal belly fat.
1: Yeah. And again, it's like, yes, we have this human body and it's a chemical, you know, it's, it's all based on chemicals and on your horror, (laughs) moans. yeah like your <laughs> ah. that affects everything,
0: yeah. it really does. Mm-hmm. And I know it can be super frustrating for a lot of women, but once you start to get an idea of what's going on, it's like, okay, now I have a plan of action. Yeah. Um, it's like, great. i I do need a stronger core for these other reasons. I need right. strong core muscles because, I, I need to wrap my spine with as much muscle as possible so that yeah. I don't end up with herniated discs in five yeah. years and yep. like be bed bound um, mm-hmm. or constantly dealing with this SI joint issue or sciatica. Like, I don't want to deal yeah. with that. I want to be fully functioning as much as I possibly can and having a strong core. Is essential to that, mm-hmm. but the the belly fat thing that's a, a different issue, and mm. we can tackle both of those at the same time. The belly fat thing, like I said, it's it's kind of this lifestyle that you decide to leave. And honestly, I love how in the last few years we've had this shift of mm-hmm. paying attention to the stress <laughs> in our life. Yeah. You know, yeah. the amount of apps yeah. that are out there now to kind of help like de-stress you and and pull you out of this like hyper-stressful environment, um, it really wreaks havoc on your health. Yeah. And I think because you can't see it, right. it feels like feels like we can manage it okay. And we like to pretend that we're super women. Like it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. internally, what that's doing to your body, it, it, it's a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Going on inside. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sleep is so important. I remember I was at this uh, seminar and the speaker was saying, he's like, you really only need two hours of sleep a night. And I was like, what? I don't care what kind of expert you are. I was like, I'm a." <laughs> I I I disagree. And I have been working on sleeping more lately. And it makes such a huge difference for me throughout the day. And I just, my body feels different. And yeah, speaking about like apps, I've been using the Calm app at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though I do, you know, meditation throughout the day, but at night I do this one sleep meditation and I've never finished it. Because I'm I'm like out. (laughs) Out cold. Oh, it works. Oh, you know what the ending is like because I'm like, the guy's like on a beach or something like that, and describing the ocean and the sand,
0: the golden sand. I'm like, oh. I love that. It's so good. And, you know, there's simple ways that we can do that too, just throughout the day, like just down-regulating our nervous system. And one of the easiest things is good deep breathing. And most, you know, yoga has known this for years and years. And now like these meditation and- like de-stressing apps are starting to tap in it. And even the strength and conditioning community is starting to realize how much breathing is even essential to strong core. So you can kind of kill two birds with one stone here. If you Mm -hmm. really work on good, deep breathing mechanics, it can strengthen your core because your diaphragm, your pelvic floor, those internal abdominal muscles those are all part of your core. Like they're really, really important. Um, so we can work on your core, but also be working on de-stressing breathing. Like if you just think about like counting while you breathe, like you, Mm -hmm. if you take like a five count to count in, hold the breath for five and then exhale Mm -hmm. for eight and do that for like a cycle of like five repetitions. It has shown to reduce your blood pressure by several points like quite a few notches and that is a really good indicator of like kind of the stressful environment in your body is just that blood pressure um and also your heart rate so it it's really really powerful and you can do it in the car you know, yep. you can do it in your rV you can do yep. take- like just anywhere. You don't have to be weird about it, but it. Yeah, amazing.
1: exactly. You can be even kind of subtle. Like there's a, the one that you described too. I've done yeah. that or Like, like, um, yeah, breathe in for a count of four and then right. breathe out for seven or eight, whatever. Yeah. You can do that very, very, I've been in a conversation with someone and I'm like,
0: Ooh, you you know, can feel just, them spiraling it them up. your yeah, body. It, it it's does. great.
1: There's also alternate uh, nostril breathing, which I which I like to. Like, i have tried that too. Super stressed or something, you just take like your thumb, right. hold it on your left nostril, breathe yeah. in. Same thing. You can, like breathe in for a count of four, hold it, and then release that nostril, let it out that nostril. And then I always notice how much
0: my forward. nose whistles whenever I do yeah. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I. Know. <laughs> But yeah, again, going back to the basics, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, breathing, water, sleeping, like it's not rocket science to take care of this body that you reside in. I mean, if you think about it, it it is the vehicle that carries your soul throughout life, right? So why
0: not? give
1: it more attention than anything else.
0: Well, and you know, I think a lot of us would like to say, well, I just don't want to be selfish. You know, yeah. I have all these other people in my life I need to take care of. And like, I'll just deal with this later. Mm-mm. And it's it's like, I get that argument. I understand that you don't want to be selfish, but, but here's the thing. Like when your body is broken, when you don't have the health, that you should, you cannot take care of other people around you. Now, other people are going to have to take care of you. And, and that is probably not a very fun place to be when it's like, I've, you know, I've never worked on my core strength and now my I had to do an MRI on my spine. And my doctor says my lumbar spine is riddled with osteoporosis mm. and osteoarthritis. And now my back is going out all the time. And yep. now my family has to take care of me and I can't be there for my grand- grandkids. Mm-hmm. I can't do the things I want to do. And so it's like, think through that, right? Like, yes, this is not selfish. This yes. is selfless really, and, mm-hmm. and if you need to reframe it that way, like taking care of your body, it really does make you more effective at life Yeah. so that you don't have to be the center of attention in all these other moments. Like you yes. can be the one helping others. You can be effective and um, just able to jump in and do whatever needs to be done in those moments. And I think we need to hear that reminder.
1: Yes, exactly. Choose, choose to be a strong, powerful woman. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it does help everybody else in your life. And these and you'll and you'll actually affect those people around you because when they see that what you're doing and how you're doing, they're like, oh My God, she's she's happy, she's healthy. Like, what did you know? Tell me, what are you doing? What you know? are you doing? I know yeah. my
0: favorite thing is I had some we we had like a family trip a few like a year ago. And I saw this guy, you know, that was a friend of the family, hadn't seen him in a couple of years. And he was telling me all about like this new weird nutrition thing he was doing in this new odd, like power Pilates class he had gotten involved in <laughs> and da, da da like really trendy fad like things. Yeah. And then he looked at me and he's like, well, you look great. What are you into these days? And I was like, you know, just the same thing that I've been doing the last five years and I will continue to do, or the last like 20 years, really, no. and I will continue to do for 20 more years. Like I'm just doing something that's super sustainable yeah. and it's not this yo-yo thing where it's like, I'm really into this and then I kind of burn out and then I'm really into yeah. this and then I really lose steam and yeah. that's really damaging for your body too. Yes, to, to exactly. That yo-yo. So yeah find a routine, find a method that's not gimmicky. That's not Mm -hmm. extreme or trendy or fad. Like there are these simple things that ring true Mm -hmm. for your body, for your entire life. You cannot go wrong with focusing on building muscle. You cannot go wrong with taking some moments to breathe every day. You can't go wrong with drinking water, eating pros. Like those things will always be like the foundation of your health yeah. and you don't have to overthink it and do something like, Ooh, what's she doing? What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Like, should I try that? Should I try this? That, that just gets exhausting.
1: Yeah. And you know what too, I was just thinking, uh, I was thinking about my aunt, Annie again.
0: <laughs> I love, I love aunt Annie already. Oh my gosh. I should
1: have her on the show. She's so Yes. Funny. But you know what too, we got to think about our brains and, like what what you feed your body, what you're feeding your brain to so that we don't go through dementia and Alzheimer's. And I don't know if you you do you know about blue zones like Dan Butner. I
0: do
1: that. Oh, no, you gotta check it out. I just this morning saw there's a documentary coming out, I think it's the end of August on on Netflix, but blue zones. I read about blue zones years ago. I think he used to be with um National Geographic or something like okay. that. But anyways, um, it is about the centurions in the world, people that have lived past the age of a hundred. Yeah. And what they all have in common. And so it's interesting. It's a lot of it is um like they eat nuts, they eat the pros. Yeah. Yeah. The produce and the proteins. They eat lots of fish, things like that. Um, they they do not belong to a gym. But they move their body every day. They're they're active, right? So that's, you know, kind of goes back to your, like, you don't have to do crazy stuff to move your body. Like, I always say, too, like, there's no such thing as a a lazy RVer because you're always busy doing stuff, right? And it's great that we are such intelligent human beings that we've created all, invented all these things to make our lives easier but actually it's making it worse because we're not getting out and doing things. Yes, we could all grab our phones right now and we could order dinner. Right. Or you could actually walk to the store and go get your food and come back. And, and it's amazing. Like uh, uh, one thing that is great, the counting the steps, not that you, sure. have, Like I, I'm not one of those that counts my steps, but it's interesting if you see, just doing something like that, walking to your car and going into the store, walking through the store and coming back and how many steps you get, which, which means that you moved your body. Yeah. And so it, I, again, yes, we have all these wonderful convenience, conveniences now, but you don't have to do that. Like actually make your body move more and then always, you'll be grateful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I always ju- I always laugh about the idea of like hopping in your car to drive to the gym to walk on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> You know? I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like I understand. Like, sometimes you know, gyms sometimes will have the childcare that younger moms like really yes, need, or right. like, you do find yourself in a little bit more of a motivating environment. And I never want to shame anybody that's mustering right. up the energy yeah. to get themselves to the gym, but it's still what? one of those things where it's like. Huh? <laughs> or you're trying to get the front, you know, parking space at the gym. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think so many of us, especially Americans, you know, move through life looking for what's the most convenient. You know, yes. the moment we get Quickest. to a location, we start scoping out the seats. Like, where can I yep. sit down? Like, where will I be able to sit down? Is it going to be a convenient spot to sit down? And we just go from one sitting location to another sitting location. And we yeah. try to get the closest parking spot everywhere we are. We take the <laughs> elevator, escalator every time we go somewhere and we just don't have it hardwired in us anymore to just yeah. move a lot. I yeah. know. And and yeah. we feel like working out is this like pocket of time during the day and then that gives us the permission to just yeah. sit the rest of the day. Right. And I think that's yes. a dangerous mentality to get in and yeah. I find myself doing that too, especially someone that mm. I, I do work at my desk a lot, and so I have to remind myself. Even though I got a workout in early this morning, it felt mm. great. It was awesome. How would it feel if I just sat at my desk the rest of the day? I don't yeah. like that. Like my my hips start hurting. My body hurts. I know, like yeah. I just yeah. start I feeling know. my my That's... body like start rounding in, and so I usually go for another half hour walk the rest of the yes. day. And most days. I'm like way over my mm-hmm. step count. I mm-hmm. recently got one of those aura ring things. And I was like, super oh, I curious. it's super yeah. cool, but I didn't realize like it set a baseline for me. And I was like, I'm crushing this baseline like every day, not intentionally. I'm not like working out like a crazy crossfitter. Yeah. I'm just never not moving. I'm just yeah. looking for ways to just keep in action and keep moving.
1: Yep. Yeah. And you know rest is important yes but yeah. actually that's the thing i think we put too much emphasis on that like oh you work so hard you should just sit and do nothing like actually moving your body is even better yeah. because getting that circulation going getting that heart pumping yep. and you know so yeah it's uh, so yeah check out the blue zones that's it's really that sounds yeah. interesting yeah. and i think they all had 10 things in common where they lived past the age of 100 Um, including drinking wine. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I'm like, hey, they drink wine. They (laughs) drink wine. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think probably the biggest takeaway for all those people, if I had to guess, I haven't seen it, is that none of them did anything to the extreme. No, you know, They drank wine, but they didn't drink an extreme. They no. they were active, but they weren't extremely active. They yeah. ate right. healthy, but it wasn't extreme, you know? So yes, everything you're so, is yes. kind of in this like balanced zone. You know, I like to yeah. put things on this pendulum and most of us women have this like giant pendulum that swings from one side to the other. Yep. It's like, I, this is my really, really, really healthy month. And then it goes back yeah. the other way. And this is the month where I fell off the wagon and then it yes. goes back the other way. And it's like, that's not really yeah. healthy. Like let's get you like, so your pendulum is almost barely swinging. So if you yeah. find yourself like I went three days in a row without having a single splurge, that's not good. Like that's mm. too restrictive. Like I would much rather you, because guess which direction that's going to swing. that yep. you're going to go three days in a row where you don't eat anything healthy. I yeah. would rather you say, Hey, let's eat healthy most of the day. And every day I'm going to have one really intentional splurge that I enjoy so much. And it could be that bag of chips we talked earlier, you know, whatever it might be same with exercise. Like we're not going to go to one extreme or the other. And I think that really is the key to longevity for sure. Yes.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And being mindful throughout your day of what you're eating, how you're moving, all of that is so important. Um, So where can we find you?
0: Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah. Well, everybody listening here is obviously a podcast listener. So I have another podcast. So Self-Care Simplified is my show and we're doing two episodes every week, really bite-sized pieces of just these simple tips, like really helpful reminders, but also talking about things like osteoporosis and muscle loss and things that really impact women at this stage Mm -hmm. of life. So definitely check out Self-Care Simplified. But if people are interested in um, like just getting that ball rolling. yeah, like I'm tired of doing the extreme thing. I need to get started somehow with a good, healthy routine, but I have no idea where to begin. I actually have a five day like jump start tips guide. It's gonna help you oh, get nice. jump started. Um, it's totally free. So if they go to my website, so com slash mm. tips is where they can grab that. And every day I just deliver, like, hey, we're gonna work on water today. And then we're gonna work on that walking thing. And this is what I want you to think about when you're walking. These are the posture mm. things that we can think about while you're walking. Like, and we stack it. So everything I mentioned earlier of that habit stacking approach. Like I guide yeah. you through that in that jumpstart tips guide. So just go to the gayofit.com slash tips.
1: Yeah. Nice. So we got the, we got the podcast, we've got the freebie there and then you're on Instagram. and Facebook.
0: I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is kind of where I hang out the most. So you yeah, just me
1: too. Yeah.
0: Find me Megan Dahlman at Instagram. So at Megan Dahlman, just my name, easy peasy. And then yeah. do you, do you do coaching too? Like one-on-one? Oh, yeah. I don't do one-on-one anymore. So, um, it got to be a lot, a lot of women wanted to coach with me. So I have a lot of really phenomenal programs that women can do. And my jumpstart 30 program is the most popular. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a 30 day. Really, everything we talked about—it helps you with your nutrition. What I described with that nutrition of like we're going to work on water, then we're going to work on eating slowly, then we're we're going to work on protein and produce—I I lead you through that. And then same with the movement side of things. So, Jumpstart Thirty. Oh my goodness! If anybody is like, I just need some help moving yeah. in the right direction of doing everything you talked about, that program is ideal. And I've coached hundreds of women through it. Any most of the women in Jumpstart 30 right now are like 63. (laughs) Wow. It's so funny. I mean, anywhere from 40 to 75 in that program, but. For whatever reason, it's never too late. It's the sixty-three-year-olds that are like, "I love this." So, (laughs) if you're sixty-three and listening right now, maybe I'm calling you out and saying this is for you. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. Thank you so
1: much. You've been awesome.
0: You You know, every time I do these
1: shows, I get more and more motivated. I'm like, I'm gonna go for a walk as
0: soon as we get done here. Oh, you know? I know. I know. I know. I, that's good. We need that inspiration and just those reminders of your body is worth taking care of today. So go do it. Yeah.
1: What uh? what would you say to your 85 year young self?
0: Good job. <laughs> nice. I would say thank, uh, definitely like, thank you. Thank you. Cause Aww. even right now I'm, I'm doing everything I can right now to build muscle yeah. on my body and move and my 85-year-old self is going to thank me so much for that. Oh, I love uh, that. that kind of makes me
1: want to cry. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so cool. You'll you'll take good care of her. I know you will.
0: I will. I will. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> thank you, Wendy.
1: And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number 1, what you do today will determine your health Tomorrow, think about your 80 year old self and take good care of her. Number two, in the first five to seven years after menopause, women will lose up to 20% of their bone mass, which makes you more susceptible to osteoporosis. Number three, it doesn't have to be difficult to regain your health and well being. Take little bitty baby steps. Number four, The best way to start with improving your nutrition are the instant wins, such as drinking more water, eating slowly, eating your pros, which is protein and produce. Number five, the best way to start improving your fitness is to do something familiar, such as going for a walk every day. I'm with you on that. Gradually, you can add in some strength training. Number six, the four main reasons for getting a minnow belly, the menopausal belly fat, is lack of sleep, too much stress, lack of exercise, and improper nutrition. Number seven, a great way to deregulate, de stress, and even strengthen your core is to practice good deep breathing techniques. You can breathe in for a count of five hold for a count of five, and exhale for a count of eight. Simple as that. Number eight, taking care of your body makes you more effective at life. Thank you so much, Megan. You are awesome. You taught us so much today. Make sure you check out Megan's Self-Care Simplified podcast and go to vigiofit.com. Did I say that right? Vigio, vigiofit.com <laughs> slash tips. It's V I G E O F I T dot com slash tips. And I will definitely leave this for you in the show notes to get her free five day guide to jumpstart your healthy habits and check her out on Instagram at Megan Dahlman. I hope this episode inspired you as much as it did for me. I'm sticking with my new habit of walking every day, you guys. Don't forget to nominate yourself or someone else as a guest for the podcast at midlifemakeoverguest.com. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate every single one of you and have a beautiful week. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? good then there are three ways you can thank me number one you can leave a written review of this podcast on apple itunes number two you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me wendy valentine number three share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover you know who i'm talking about thank you so much for listening to the show get out there and be bold be free be you